Hi there, this is Harry and welcome back to my podcast where I try to give you a better understanding of the English language to help you with your communication, to help you with your business English, phrasal verbs, expressions, grammars, pronunciation, every aspect of English that you could possibly think of. It's all here in one location. And if you want to contact me, well, I'll give you my contact details at the end of this particular podcast. And if you would like to pass on the details to friend or family who you feel might benefit from it, well, of course, you can pass the details on to them. So what are we going to talk to you about today? Well, we're going to talk to you about some verbs. And in particular, we're going to talk to you about conflict, conflict verbs or verbs relating to conflict. So conflict is when people have disputes or problems or difficulties. So I'll give you these particular verbs and then I'll explain them to you one by one with some examples. Okay, here we go. To break out, to capture, to defeat, to loot, to overthrow, to declare, to execute, to retreat, to shell and to surrender. Lots of them have to do with conflict of war because that's what a lot of conflicts are about and they are acts or verbs used for particular acts relating to those types of conflict. But as I said, I'll give you some examples and hopefully you'll be able to understand them, practice them, or if you're reading books, historic books, you'll get an understanding as to what these verbs mean. Okay, so to break out. Well, we use this very specifically when... There is a breakout of a virus, as we've had for the last few years, and unless you've been hiding under a rock somewhere, you might not be aware of it. But if you're just living in the, the rest of the world with all of us, then you'll know about this particular pandemic and the epidemic. So when something breaks out, it spreads very, very quickly. So where did the virus first break out? When did it break out? Or if you go to the doctor, you're not feeling so well, and he notices a rash or some spots. When did these break out first? Meaning, when did you first get the rash? And the doctor will be able to identify, perhaps, what the infection is or what the virus happens to be. So, to, to break out. And we can also break out of prison. So, if you like the old Western movies, as I've told listeners for many, many times, if you like Western movies like I do, there's often a jailbreak where somebody ties a rope around the bars of the prison and then on the horse they pull and pull until the bars come away and then the prisoners are able to escape or to break out. So, we would see in the headlines and newspapers or now on the internet, Mass breakout in prison in Central America. Okay, so to break out, to become free, or to start like the pandemic. When did it first break out? Next, to capture. Well, when soldiers are fighting for their country and they are surrounded by the soldiers of the opposition or the country in which they are in conflict with then they may be captured. So the soldiers are sent to a particular town to try and capture some prisoners so that they can be interrogated or questioned as to what the plans or the operation is going to be. So to capture is to take prisoner, okay? But we can use capture in a slightly less conflict way. So we can capture information, okay? So we can say, well, try to capture as much of the speech as you can, meaning try to collect or to gather as much of the speech as you can. 
Or if you're looking at a photograph and you're commenting on somebody's abilities to take good pictures, you say, oh, you've captured his image really well. So you've got a nice smile or some reflective pose of the person in the photograph. So you've captured it. Okay. So in terms of conflict, it means to capture the opposition troops, but generally you can also use it to capture information, to capture the picture, to capture the moment, to defeat well, when one party overturns the other party and uh, defeats them in an election, then they will win the election. So the Conservative Party lost the election by 2,000 votes. So the opposition party, the Labour Party or the Liberal Party, whoever they might be, have defeated the party in power. So to defeat somebody is to beat them in the race, to beat them in the election, to beat them in the war so that they have to then put down their arms and stop fighting. So how long did it take you to defeat him? When do you think we will defeat the enemy? Okay, so to defeat is to make them drop their arms, give up their arms, stop fighting and give up the territory that you are claiming is yours to defeat if you can call it in uh, in relation to a sport, and that's a conflict as well, particularly in individual sports, say, for example, tennis, would be a good example when one player defeats the opponent, 6-1, 6-1, 6-1, or he, it was a narrow defeat, okay? So we can look at it a lot closer. It could be 7-5, seven, 7-5, five, seven, five, okay? So to defeat somebody is to come out on top, to become victorious, to loot. Well, when there are riots in the streets and f which follow demonstrations because of some social unrest, often the next thing is looting. And looting is when people break into shops and stores and take goods and products without really bothering who's watching and that they just go wild. So when there's unrest and there's no control or there's no police presence, then the people who can see an opportunity will break in the windows or break down the doors of shops and they will run out of the store carrying all the goods that they can. And often it's not just one person operating in isolation, it's several people operating together, so they loot several stores. And then we call the people the looters, yeah? Okay, so they were looting. To loot means, as I said, to break in, and the looting took place usually late at night when the CCTV cameras cannot pick up the images or the faces. Often, they don't really care, yeah? They, they, they just run away with whatever they've taken. So, to loot is to break in and take everything that's in the store, no matter what size. You don't stop to try it on, you just take it to loot. To overthrow, well, when we overthrow something, it's usually leaders, governments, parliaments, presidents, prime ministers, whoever might be in charge. So to overthrow means to come in and take or seize power from that particular person. So usually military personnel when they don't like the particular civilian leader at the time or they believe that he's not being fair to the people, they have a, what they call a military coup, C-O-U-P, and they overthrow the sitting president or prime minister, 
usually he's arrested or he's then taken and thrown out of the country, but he comes to a, an unhappy end. So the military overthrew the dictator. Okay, so if they fight against the the president who's acting in a dictatorial way, and the people are fed up, they might get the army on their side. So they persuade the army to overthrow the government, to take charge, and hopefully elect a new government, elect a new president. And there have been many of these either attempted coups in the last few years. There was one in Turkey a few years ago, one recently in Myanmar in Asia. So you can read about these on, on the internet. The government was overthrown. So we use the verb in exactly the same way as throw, through, thrown, overthrow, overthrew, overthrown. Okay? So it's to, to take from power uh, without... Uh, really waiting to see what they, they feel about it. You just lock them up, throw them out of the country, put in place your own leader, usually a military leader, until such time as a civilian leader can be elected to overthrow. To declare, well, lots of things can be declared. To declare war on another country. To declare victory when the war has been won. To declare an amnesty for those people who were fighting against you, but you want to have a peaceful surrender, so you declare an amnesty. So when we declare, it means to announce, to declare victory, to declare war, to declare an amnesty, to announce victory, to announce an amnesty, to announce that the war has begun, to declare. To execute. Well, we can use this in a couple of ways very sad and painful way is to execute some prisoners, to execute the former leader, to execute war criminals, those people who carried out heinous crimes against uh, other people and, and nationalities throughout different wars, be it the Second World War or some other wars, the, the Balkan Wars, whichever wars took place in the last 70 or 80 years so when somebody has been found guilty of war crimes they might be executed okay They're usually by firing a squad or electric chair or hanging whatever it might be okay to execute but on a less painful way we can execute a plan so when we're talking about conflict and one country or one army is trying to take control of a territory, then they put in place a plan, they get all the military leaders around the table and they discuss the best way to execute the plan, the best way to carry out that particular plan, to execute. To retreat, well, when you're outnumbered, meaning there are more of the enemy than there are of you, and you look like you might be surrounded or you might be in trouble, then you might retreat, meaning to move backwards. So to retreat is to go from your forward position to a position that is safer in, in another territory, to retreat, to go backwards. To shell, well, to shell is to drop bombs or fire rockets onto the opposing forces. Okay, The army continued to shell the city for two days. The bombardment, this is the um, noun, the bombardment of the city was carried out over two days or two nights or three days and three nights. So 
they continued the military to shell the opposition troops, hoping that they would then surrender, which is our next verb, to surrender. So they continued to bombard, to fire rockets and shells, and eventually they believed that they were outnumbered and they were all going to die, so they surrendered. And to surrender is to lay down the arms, uh, walk up to the enemy and give themselves over as prisoners. Okay, so to, to surrender. Okay, so there are verbs of conflict to break out. As we said, it could be a break out of a prison or to war broke out late at night. To capture, to take prisoner. To defeat, to win. To loot means to take something that doesn't belong to you from shops. When there's some riots taking place, to overthrow, to get and put in place somebody else in, in place of the president, to declare, to announce the war has begun or the war has ended, to execute means to kill leaders or criminals or war criminals, to retreat means to move backwards from the position that you held, to shell, to bomb and to fire rockets on the enemy, and then finally to surrender when you feel you cannot win and uh, victory is slipping away, so to save many people from further pain and suffering, you agree or decide to surrender. Okay, good. So there you have those verbs of conflict or conflict verbs. Usually, as we say, mostly connected with war situations. And thankfully, in the modern world, there are very few of those. So hopefully you get a chance to look at them, to enjoy them. And of course, if you have any questions and you don't understand something, come back to me and I'll very happily give you some other examples. If you want to contact me, then you can do so on www.englishlessonviaskype.com. And as I said earlier, if you want to pass my details on to somebody else, I'm very happy to hear from them. And if you check us out on our webpage, you'll get lots of interesting courses and information that will help you to improve your English. As always, thanks for listening. Join me again soon.